This is David Kors. I'm the president and CEO of Abilities Expos and the website abilities.com. Coming to you live from Abilities Expo Chicago, part of Special Chronicles, giving respect and voice to people with special needs. This is episode 297 of the Special Chronicles show, Best of Abilities Expo. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Pro- Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash comrade. And we thank Comrade for the generous support of Special Chronicles. This episode 297 is also brought to you by listeners like you uh, in, in, in a, a, as we celebrate a decade of um, podcasting here at Special Chronicles. It is thanks to all the generous supporters who have helped to make this show possible. You can go to specialchronicles.com slash given. That's specialchronicles.com slash given and uh, help us continue our mission of giving respect and voice to people with special needs. We thank you for your general support of Special Chronicles. This week on Special Chronicles, we're bringing you a best of the Abilities Expo that's taking place this year, June 29th to July 1st, 2018, in Chicago. Stay tuned. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel. I lend my voice. It's time we try, it's time we care, it's time we stand. It starts with a voice. You are listening to the Special Chronicles show. This is the show on podcast and disability stories from the insiders plus podcast. We're giving a voice people with special needs. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. I'm Daniel. Host and founder of Special Chronicles. So good to be back behind the mic, and uh, and this week we're bringing you a best of the Abilities Expo, as uh, the the week of Ju- um, uh, the weekend of June 29th to, to July 1st, the Abilities Expo will be taking place in Chicago, uh, as well as a number of cities. And uh, last year I had an opportunity to to. Uh, go to the Abilities Expo, and uh, if you listen to episode 254, you can uh, uh, listen to the, the full episode. But this is this, this week, we're going to kind of bring you just a few short clips of my experience at the Abilities Expo uh, in 2017 last year. And so hopefully you guys will gain some insight uh, there, and, 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 and we'll hopefully come, come on out and to the Abilities Expo in Chicago, or wherever it is in your town. if it, So you can go to abilities.com. I believe that that's abilities.com and find out more information. But we'll put links in the show notes on specialchronicles.com for episode 297 as way here on specialchronicles.com. If you have enjoyed this episode, we hope that you can share your feedback with us. Feedback at specialchronicles.com. Or reach out, reach out to us on social media at Special Chronicles on Facebook and Instagram. Or at Special C Podcast is where you can tweet us on Twitter. You can leave us your five-star ratings and reviews on, the, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, Google Play, on Facebook, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
and uh, stay tuned. You are welcome here. Come in, the door is open. Leave out all doubt and fear. This is David Course. I'm the president and CEO of Abilities Expos and the website abilities.com. Coming to you live from Abilities Expo Chicago, part of Special Chronicles, giving respect and voice to people with special needs. So, um, David, I, I, this is my first time here at the Abilities Expo Chicago, and I just went into you um, uh, when, with uh, uh, um, some friends that I know uh, who look at the Easter Seals uh, in DuPage. Um, but um, tell us, uh, first, just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and the Abilities Expo. Well, I'd rather talk about the Abilities Expo yeah. than myself. Um, the Abilities Expos have been serving the disability community in the United States since 1979, quite a long time ago. My business partner, Lou Schomer, and I acquired the business in 2008 when there were two events, one in Los Angeles and one just outside of New York City. And it's almost nine years later, and we have seven events around the United States now in Northern and Southern California, here in Chicago. We're in Houston, Boston, Washington, D.C., and outside of New York City. And last year, we, or earlier this year, we introduced our first Canadian event in Toronto. So including Toronto, sure. eight times a year, um, we have an Abilities Expo. And uh, how did you get involved with being, because you, you said that, that you acquired it. How, how did you get involved with the Abilities um, 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 Expo? Well, Lou and I both were in the exhibition business for a very long time, uh, doing trade shows and conferences all over the world. We were good friends and decided we'd like to maybe just do a little tiny business as a retirement project for both of us. And we went looking around and stumbled into the fact that Abilities Expo existed and was for sale. And we fell in love with the community and fell in love with the idea of the shows. Um, and that's what we spend all of our time doing now as we're getting a little bit older. So. Do you, did you have any connection with our disability community? Um, not directly. I, it turned out uh, I have a grandson uh, who has Asperger's, um, but that wasn't why we did this. We have I've got some very good friends with various disabilities, but that was not why we did this. Uh, we just did it because we went to the first show when it was for sale, saw the community, and kind of fell in love with what the show was trying to do. Awesome. And... Can you tell us a little bit, little bit about um, how long has the Abilities Expo been around and a little bit about, about how it, it got started? Because in the past, I, I've briefly heard about it, but then when my friend, um, Sarah, who lives on the East Coast, who has CP, because we we've been co-hosting a series commentary on the show Speechless on ABC, and she's been telling me about the Abilities Expo, and so and and, and we just um, met up a couple of weeks ago, and, and she told me, are you going to the Abilities Expo in Chicago? And so I, th- I thought, okay, okay, now I'm going to go. So can you tell us a little bit about how it got started? Sure. Um, there was a guy who has since passed away uh, who in the late 1970s got frustrated in Southern California because his local dealer only had one kind of wheelchair and one kind of power chair and there was very little selection. He came up with this silly idea of putting on the Expo in Los Angeles thinking all the manufacturers from all over the country would come to LA 
and he could go shopping. If you think about it, there was no internet to use in 1979. <laughs> um, there were catalogs, I guess, but yeah. there was no real way of looking at products, and he thought this would be a great way to do it. And it accidentally was a great success and started a business that he ran for about 15 years with his family. Um, the shows have a lot of things that are in common still after all this time. Uh, admission is free of charge. We have workshops that are free of charge. We have uh, an events arena with demonstrations of adaptive sports and wheelchair dancing and ther uh, service animals. It's kind of a three-day celebration of the disability community in each of the communities we visit around the country every year. So is it mostly for um, physical or visible disabilities, but it's also for, like, uh, I have I have um, LD and, and invisible di disabilities, so is it, because, like, there's a wide, in the disability community, there's a wide range from both visible and invisible, and, like, as Mr. Connor goes, we, we, we are people with both visible and invisible disabilities, but can you tell us a little bit about is kind of, who in our disability community the abilities expo is geared for, both, everyone? Sure, I mean, that was one of the, it's a great question. When we first did this, since we didn't have any experience with the disability community, we assumed, wrongly, that it was sort of one big homogenized community. Uh, we now know, of course, that's not correct. The reality is the shows, uh, of, the, of the people who come to the show and identify themselves on the registration form as being a person with a disability, 85% of them have mobility issues, visible disabilities. Um, the wheelchairs, power chairs, scooters, they might be amputees. Uh, and the reason I think for that more than anything else is there are so many products that are so visible for that part of the community. We have very few products, with some, but very few products and services for people with vision impairment or who are blind. We have very few products for people with hearing impairment or who are deaf or with other developmental or cognitive disabilities. Because if you think about it, there really aren't that many products that lend themselves to being in a booth at a trade show. Uh, so much of the, the products and services are software uh, or resources that you need to talk about but don't necessarily show in a trade show environment. I was just going to say, do you, do you think, like, I have a friend, I just got connected, I opened a new Dreamers coffee store that supplies jobs for people of all abilities, and, and the founder, the uh, the owner of that is is stuff in how to hearing, so, like, and so and she she just got hearing aids just last year, so is there, do you think, even though it's hard to display that in a in a show like um, like this here at the Abilities Expo, but do you think is it still, even though it's still a small market in a disability community, is it still possible to reach those people? Or is that like something maybe for a whole different expo? Well, we, we invite all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when we talk to someone, like a hearing aid manufacturer is a great example, we'll say, well, you should come to Abilities Expo. We have lots of people here with hearing impairment. All of our workshops have cart translation services so that they can read the transcription for just that purpose. And the answer we get is, so what percentage of your population has hearing impairment? Well, it's a very small part. Well, we only go to shows that everybody has yeah. a hearing impairment, or everybody is blind. or yeah. every So because we have a homogenized community with a little bit of everything, yeah. most of the hearing and vision folks are not interested in coming because they're worried about selling enough product <laughs> yeah. to make a return on investment. Yeah. So although they're welcome, the reality is that most of the products and services are mobility-based, or they're not-for-profit resources. Uh, could be the Christopher Reeve Foundation, 
could be Easter Seals is here, uh, United Cerebral Palsy, Muscular Dystrophy, Paralyzed Veterans, they're all here. They want to share resources for everybody, yeah. but in terms of buying new hearing aids, probably not the right place to be because yeah. we don't have enough traffic to generate those exhibitors. So before we come to a close and let, let you get back to you know, on, the, uh, on job here, can you um, just walk us through, and again, this is through audio, but we'll, um, we'll I, I've been posting on our Special Chronicles Instagram story throughout the day here, but can, can you walk us through a little bit about the layout? Like, is, is it just in this? I, I see that you have going from um, 100 aisle to 200 up, up to 1,000, but is, is it just in this one big um, exhibit hall and then you've got a couple of workshops and events? Is it just in this area or you, in, in the entire big Schomburg Convention Center, is it with a space in other area? Well, this is the entire exhibit area of the Schomburg Convention Center here at the Renaissance Hotel. There are sort of, this is divisible into three halls, but we're using all three of them. So the entire, everything is here. We do some things differently. You said the workshops over there, typically workshops would be in a meeting room someplace else in the hotel. It's too difficult for people to navigate there. So we brought, the, we brought the workshops to the show floor as opposed to making people leave the show floor to find their, so this is one, it's all under one roof. Once you're here, you don't have to go anyplace else. We have food, we have bathrooms, we have beverages. You can just stay here and get everything done. Indeed. And um, I, I saw at one of the uh, workshops that you that you had uh, the text on, on a screen. Is that, can you tell us briefly a little bit about uh, about that? Is, is, it, is it for for people who who um, might need the caption? It's called CART, C-A-R-T, and it's basically it's like a court reporter who types in everything being said by the speaker. And then it scrolls along the bottom of the screen. So like when you're watching CNN and you see the scroll on the bottom of the screen or ESPN. Yeah. So she's live or he or she is live transcribing yeah. whatever the speaker is saying here so that anybody with a hearing impairment who cannot clearly hear, as long as they can read, they can read what's being said and still enjoy the workshop. Awesome, yeah. I, I know sometimes when I watch movies with my mom, we, we um, turn the... Um, the um, out of hearing um, subtitles on, um, even though I, I'm hearing, but um, uh, I had some sign language therapy when I was younger, so it's even for those of us who can heal but may still need that. Sure, yeah, sure. So, any final thoughts on the Ability Tech Expo overall of, of this year? And, 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 and this, this um, you started getting involved again in um, 2008, you said? Well, we, we get involved in 2008. I, I will tell you that we have seven shows a year in the United States and one in Canada. The calendar, in case you want to visit one that's close by, is at www.abilities.com. Um, and admission is always free, so it doesn't cost anything to come in the show, and we'd love to have you give us a try. And I saw that, so uh, you've probably seen the show Speechless on ABC with Michael. Actually, Micah came and visited yeah, us. Yeah, and I, I, I saw um, his, um, his sister uh, has a YouTube channel. I think I saw on, on his Instagram story, or I, 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 I saw that. You well, he's, uh, I got a phone call from uh, his mother, Tammy, about six months ago saying, Mike is a big fan of the show, and, is, and we've been coming for 15 years, but would you like him to do anything for you? We'd love to help out. And I didn't know who she was. It wasn't until she explained that Micah is Micah Fowler, and I've certainly seen Speechless, 
And so we were excited, and Micah came and did a question and answer session for 30 minutes in our event arena. And then he let people, he did photographs of people for an hour and a half. 300 people got in line and waited an hour and a half to get their photograph taken with him, which was spectacular. So uh, that was fun to, to meet the whole family in New York. Awesome. Yeah, I've, I've, been, trying to, um, I've been trying to get Micah... Uh, and and his family on on my show, but it's been hard to get in touch with him. Well, there, every everybody, not just the disability community, but everybody wants to reach out and, and touch. And there's only 24 hours in a day, so I'm, I, I, the family so wants to share with everybody, but they get so many. Res- we never would have even asked them. They invited themselves and said, "Can we?" Look? We love the show so much we'd love to help. So we were just, yeah. we're, sure, come on yeah. over. Yeah, awesome. So um, any final thoughts on what you think of um, 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 this year's Buddies Expo about, and about how many people are here and, 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 and just any final thoughts on? Well, we had a good first day. Um, last year we had about 3,500 adults and about 800 kids here in Chicago. And today was a little bit stronger than Friday last year. But we won't know till it's over Sunday night how we actually did. So it started well. Our exhibitors seem happy. The visitors seem like they're in a really good mood. And uh, we're happy to be here. Come on and join us. So, um, and, and um, this live podcast is not going to be published until the first week of July, but, 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 but for next year. But come oh, next, third oh, week, third oh, week, oh, oh, another one. third weekend in June in Chicago every year. Yeah. And, and, and since we have listeners across, across the country, um, they can go to abilities.com and, and find their uh, um, um, closest city. The calendar's right there. So, and again, our guest today on Special Chronicles Live has been David Close, who is the president and CEO of Abilities Expo. Thank you again, David, for, for coming on Special Chronicles Live. My pleasure. Thanks. Come in, the door is open. You are welcome here. Come in, the door is open. Leave out all doubt and fear. Hi, I'm Brian Martin from Glenview, Illinois, and co-founder of Hardback Yo-Yo. And I'm here at the Abilities Expo in Schaumburg. And you're listening to Special Chronicles. So, um, Brian, can, can you tell us about your um, business, um, um, Howard Back uh, uh, Yo-Yo? I take old books and I repurpose them into items like journals, uh, artwork, uh, um, um, jewelry, and other such products, uh, stuff from discarded media, in, meant built into a new purpose. And is it online? Yes, it is online. I have an Etsy site. All right. And uh, and uh, what's that site? Etsy.com slash hardback yo yo. And and why did actually actually no, I'm sorry. The the, the site is etsy.com slash shop slash hardback yo yo. Okay. And and why did did you wanna um start this and 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 with with recycling the books and the, the DVD covers? Why do you want to start it? Because I needed a, a job, and I since I really like books, and I like uh, want to uh, help. Uh, I'm a green thinker. How long have have you um, had this business? 
almost uh, about six or seven years. Right, awesome. And is this your first time here at the Abordies Expo, or um, what do you... No, this is my second time. What do you think of the Abordies Expo, of, of being here? And very nice. I, I like the environment. Everyone seems, everyone's very nice here. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for coming out on Special Chronicles Live. Thank you so much. Hi, my name is Katie Fox, and I'm the Autism Outreach Coordinator from Easter Seals. We are live at the Abilities Expo in Chicago, and I'm with Daniel, the Special Chronicles, giving a voice to people with special needs. So, uh, tell us a little bit about Easter Seals Chicago, or I guess Easter Seals overall. Yeah, so Easter Seals is a national um, affiliate, and it has 72 different affiliates in 42 different countries. So Easter Seals changes the way the world defines and views disabilities by making a profound and positive difference in people's lives every day. And um, Easter Seals serving Chicago and Rockford area has several different programs. We have 20 different programs um, to serve individuals with disabilities, mainly developmental disabilities. I, I just talked with people across across from us for the Easter Seals Chicago, um, but now tell us a little bit about the Easter Seals DuPage and Fox um, Valley. Easter Seals DuPage and Fox Valley, it, we're an outpatient pediatric center, and we um, we have we do outpatient pediatric therapy for physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, assistive technology. We also have other services like nutrition services and audiology as well. Um, we also have a, um, an inclusive preschool at our center. Why did you guys decide you to come here to the Abilities Expo? Is this, is this your first time? This is my first time here. Is this your first time here? Or because you think you said it was last minute? Yeah, actually, um, we were invited to come to the Abilities Expo because they wanted to do a technology pavilion and what they wanted us to do is show off um, technology that provides a voice for individuals with complex communication needs. So I brought a whole load of different high-tech devices and also low-tech and medium paper-based devices and communication systems to solve some communication needs. What's more um, popular now, is this mostly people who have autism who use these, these um, or is it people who have CP, or is, I, I think another term that we hear a lot in the disability community is AAC devices. Yeah, yeah I, um, I actually, I, what we do at Easter Seals is we do both evaluation and treatment for a, and try to, if we're doing evaluation, we're going to try to help find a communication solution and it could be for an individual with autism, it could be an individual for a motor-based need like cerebral palsy. Um, and what's really quite fascinating and quite exciting is that we're looking at devices for all different types of accents, so not just direct hand access but also switch scanning or eye gaze or head pointing. So really, we have a lot of ability to try to find a solution to match an individual's communication level and and their accessibility needs. So the show Speechless on, on, on the show Speechless on ABC. And yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, um, uh, Sarah with CP, we we actually co-hosted a commentary series from a disabilities perspective. I don't think any other show, uh, any other podcast did did exactly what we did, but. For, um, talking about each episode of season one uh -huh. uh, 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 from a disability perspective, yeah. and so um, uh, is it. So what we we saw on the show in season one with 
with um, uh, uh, Michael Follow's character, uh, who didn't have, doesn't have the same degree uh, of CP that that his character JJ has. But okay. so we saw JJ have a little board with a laser. Yeah. Is that did you did you guys deal with like with those types of um, um, AAC devices? Yeah, um, I mean, I have a friend of mine who actually chooses to use a letter board on his device, and he, he pretty much communicates by using acronyms. Um, he chooses to do that as his first his first mode of communication, but he also has a high-tech device where he uses eye gaze and communicates in, uh, with, in sentences. So, you know, in, from what I understand is that JJ's character was based on somebody who actually chose that as her communication system. And I think that's what is... You know, if I can start helping people find that there's so many different ways to communicate that they can find the way that they want for the time that they need. For instance, you know, we can text, we can write, we can talk on the phone, but you can use eye gaze, you can use head pointing, you can use direct select, you can use an alphabet board. If I can show the variety of ways and help you find a way to communicate what you want, when you want, to who you want, I'm, I feel like I've done a pretty good job. So what's I, you said that you you have some paper um, yeah. devices and then a lot of either iPads or or, or tablets or t- technology. What's more popular now? Oh, do, and, and does it depend on the age? It, you know, it it really depends on the individual. Um, there's these books called uh, Pod Communication Books. It's Pragmatic Organized Dynamic Display. It was made by Gail Porter. And what she did is she gave a robust communication system for individuals who didn't have um, the uh, d- didn't have a way to get a high tech device. And she actually started in Australia. And those are really good if you for the times your AAC device might not be available. But, you know, it really depends on the individual as to what device and what page set and whether an iPad's good for you or whether a tablet's good for you because what we're looking at is a page set with access that with access meaning eye gaze or switch scanning or direct select and we're really trying to find the best match for those needs. So you know, iPads are popular because they look cool, but you need two of them because you, if you're looking at an iP- uh, YouTube video, you want to be able to talk to it, uh, talk about it too. So, if you have a speech generating device, you can watch your YouTube video and talk at the same time. So, really, it just depends on the individual. In any final thoughts on being here at the Abilities Expo? Or- um, I'm really enjoying it. I guess what's been really nice is being, you know, having people come up and go, oh, I have this, this communication need. What can you do? And, and I'm, I'm pretty excited because I can offer either a course that I know about, a research study that I know about, talk about a mentor group that I know about. So I'm not really advertising. I'm, I'm trying to share out all the information that I know about um, communication and AA, communication in AAC just for the people because there's a lot of people that I, I love sharing information yeah. I think that's the best thing so before we come to a close and we're live at the Abilities Expo Chicago 2017 um, before we come to a close can you briefly walk us through some of the, yeah, the, the devices on uh, that you have here, at yep, absolutely in, in audio, and, um, and if we if we had a camera, uh, I, I I didn't bring my camera with me, but if if we had a, a camera, then I people would be able to see a lot of this. But <laughs> but they do do, do, do you guys have, do you have all these um, 
either videos or pictures of these devices online? Um, you know what, I'll direct you, how about if I direct you to some places to get some good information yeah. or videos, okay? So the first one I have is the pod communication book, um, and I mentioned this before, there is a really great uh, Facebook page called We Speak Pod, and it's either on Facebook or on, on YouTube, and the family uses the pod communication book to communicate with each other, and it's really profound because you see it, that it can be done in all environments, even at Disneyland. So um, that's that's one option, and that's a, like a lower tech option. For and, uh, again, which one is it? I know our special C podcast Instagram story. I'm I'm, I'm taking pictures t- today, so I'll. This is I'll one type of pod communication book. So it's a 12 location high visibility book, and you can either in you this particular book you 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 can do partner assisted scanning. In other words. Your listener is going to um, read the cues, and my and the the communicator is going to say yes or no to the the cell that they want, and then you flip through the next page. So say like you say something's wrong, and you flip to the, to the next page, and it, um, then you scroll through or scan through, I should say. Uh, I'm tired. I'm hurt. I'm uncomfortable, and the communicator would it would say yes or no to which cell. So is this both mostly for people who are non-verbal, or both non-verbal and verbal? With may have difficulty. Both. Good question. Actually, both because I think I find that, especially with the AAC devices, if there's an individual that might not have the clarity of speech or might um, be might have limitations on the way their motor speech or their their oral motor movements are produced and they can only speak single words by having a communication device they can actually put words together and have language and develop ideas which promotes play which promotes language and ideas and it just kind of facilitates each other so for the just for the the sake of time we won't walk through all of them because i think we're already at about 10 minutes um but but Davy, just kind of um, briefly walk us okay. through, like, just some. Sounds good. And then I have iPads. Um, I've got some robust language programs like LAMP, uh, ProLock, where to go Touch Chat HD, which are really robust language programs for people. I don't have them. Uh, let's see here. This would be Touch Chat. So you want to see the next one? This one is this one is ProLock, where to go Just another option. Okay. And then I've got some devices from Toby Dynavox. This is an I-12 that can either be eye gaze or you can do direct select, but most likely eye gaze. Um, Toby also, Toby Dynavox also has um, this device, which is a T-10. It comes in a T-15 device. The page sets are different. They actually also has have a new device called the Indy, which is pretty exciting because it has a handle on it. It's a little more durable. And the language page set is called Core First. It's more of a core-based page set. Um, then my next device sets, I've got Prenkyromic devices here. There's an Accent 1000 that has a scanning, uh, two-switch step scanning that I just sort of added to it. Um, then there's an Accent 1400. Sorry, we're a little backwards. Um, it This one does eye gaze or head pointing or direct select, depending on what the individual needs. This one is, what is this one? Oh, this one's the Accent 800. It currently has a Unity page set on it, which is more based on motor planning, which is good if you want consistent placement of symbols because that just gets you to your language quicker. Uh, Let's see here. 
we have uh, what's this you on you that you, you have met with um, AAC this is um, PRC's AAC solutions so this is their pamphlet and it talks about all their different devices you know what's really great about the different companies is if you talk to their reps they're actually really good resources on implementation um, problem solving and I don't think of them as people selling devices because I actually find more use from them doing training with me doing training with parents helping me find solutions when something's broken so really go to your reps because they're really really helpful the next company that I have is um, Saltillo and this one's a Nova Chat 10 um, there's a plastic key guard to help with um, finding your um, messages if you maybe you have you need a little bit more support because you don't want to miss hit as much so key guards are really supportive they also have a accent or no sorry Nova Chat 8 so it's a little bit of a smaller screen they have a Nova Chat 5 which is even smaller so you've got screen sizes and page sets oh this one's in Spanish too by the way <laughs> <laughs> and with oh wait hang on listen the language is really I like the the pronunciation is really good too can you um, can you do that again I sure can uh, in fairness, um, uh, the Prenki Romic devices have Unidad, which also has a really good um, Spanish accent. But you can go back and forth between and having a Spanish accent and an English accent, and you can combine it, combine words. So it's, uh, that's actually quite fascinating. And the last one is a Chat Fusion. This particular one has head pointing. And um, it's great because it's an all-in-one tablet that Saltillo made, and it takes one hand to charge it because it's now on its charging stand. <laughs> and and, and I, I, I see, um, I mean, do they all have camels? Or I see this, this one, one is actually head-pointing. So I have a silver dot, and it's reading my silver dot. And what's great about this for the user is that it's more about a, a gross motor body movement, whereas eye gaze reads your retinas, and it's more fine motor so it depends on your user if you've got pretty good vision but you need more support for fine motor movement you want to might want to consider head pointing if you have um, pretty good fine motor eye movement then you might want to go eye gaze but your speech therapist and your OT need to support you in figuring out the, making those decisions or your family members too because they know you pretty well so just a, a little bit ago in this live in this live segment we, we talked a little bit, a bit about speechless and about, about the show Speechless on yeah, ABC yeah, yeah. And, and, and Michael Paolo's character JJ yeah. with him having a laser point. You know, yeah. is, is that a similar kind of thing? Of no, not, no. his again was something that maybe his speech therapist thought or he thought oh, that... Oh, like, his, yeah. his character. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> now, in fairness, I, I will take a pod book and I'll use a um, flashlight to highlight messages and, and so I actually use flashlights to bring uh, visual attention to the symbols because that might bring my my friends that I work with more attention to what I'm trying to talk about or what they're trying to talk about. So yeah, flashlights work too. Awesome. Greatly. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, oh, I think that, that that's a laser point. Or yeah. Or yeah. oh, oh, it's a similar thing as a Yeah, yeah. Highlight, yeah, yeah, they both highlight a symbol when they need to be highlighted. So again, we have been live at the Abilities Expo Chicago 2017 with uh, Jamie um, um, Bot. Running from uh, who's the uh, yeah assistive technology assistive technology at the coordinator at the Easter Seals DuPage in Fox Valley. Yeah. Thank you again, Jimmy, for for coming on on Chronicles Live. Uh, it was lovely talking to you. you. Guys, have a good day.
Hi, this is Whitney Thompson from the National Ability Center, and we're live at the Abilities Expo Chicago. You're listening to Special Chronicles, giving a voice to people with special needs. And so, I, uh, I, we, we were just at your booth, uh, which is, uh, and, I, mean, I think we'll, 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 right now we're sitting in the middle at the meetup zone, mm-hmm. but your booth is, is on the other side of the exhibit hall. Yep. Um, uh, oh, I guess the entire expo is just this area. This is my, my first time here. Uh-huh. But um, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, uh, National Ability Center and, and where it's located? Sure. So the National Ability Center is located in Park City, Utah, and we have outdoor recreation programs for people of all abilities. Um, so that's anything from alpine skiing and snowboarding to... Nordic skiing, uh, rock climbing, whitewater rafting, um, adaptive horseback riding, pretty much anything outdoors in Utah, we've got options for it. How did the, how did the National Abilities Expo... The, 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 <laughs> the National Ability Center? The National yeah. Ability... There's too many abilities. <laughs> it's fitting too many There's abilities. There's lots of abilities, lots of right? Abilities, but how did the National Abilities Center... You can tell that I haven't had lunch yet, so... <laughs> how did the National Ability Center get started? So, back in 1985, our founder, Michi White, had a grant from the... Um, I believe it was the VA, and they brought out about five Vietnam veterans to the slopes of Park City Mountain and got them skiing. Um, and then since then, Michi White, our founder, was doing a bunch of work with um, the Special Olympics. And so from there, we've kind of grown to serve everyone, whether it's um, a physical disability or a cognitive or developmental one. We get people out with their family recreating together. Is this similar? One of my former co-hosts on Special mm-hmm. Chronicles um, lives down in su- uh, southern Illinois, but he mm-hmm. there's uh, something in Colorado. I'm blanking on what it's called. Um, um, it's there's I think it's an Aspen. Um, uh, uh, Challenge Aspen. Uh, yeah, that's what. It, yeah, he's yeah. he's um he he has CP, mm-hmm. and 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 he goes to like um, that camp um, a lot. He's um he he's a young adult as well. Um, but is that is, is that is yeah. National Ability Center similar to that? Yeah, so really similar to what Challenge Adapt or Challenge Aspen is doing. Um, we have alpine ski lessons. Uh, people will use sit skis. Some people stand and use outriggers. Some people just need a little extra socialization through the skiing. Um, but on top of that, we also have a, a, a really large range of programs, and we do we have uh, something called like coach internships, which are for people with disabilities, and um, they can come do an internship with our programs and help. You know, whether it's administrative or teaching other people how to ski, there's a lot of options for them as well. So we do kind of what Challenge Aspen does, and then we do a lot of other things on top of that. Like, I don't believe Challenge Aspen does, um, like, whitewater rafting and some of those things. So what you guys do at the National Ability Center, is it mostly um, outdoor activities? or Yeah. And you said... Retreats and and, mm-hmm. and, and mostly um, mostly that or um, and so a good part of what we do is outdoor activities. Um, we have some indoor recreation activities like sled hockey, which is um, basically ice hockey, and it's done um, um, yeah in sleds uh, yeah. Sled, yeah. And then we have indoor rock climbing. 
uh, and then some of our equestrian programs happen indoors. So like in the winter, people can ride horses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we mainly do recreation, but we also have these training programs and like internship programs on top of that. Yeah. So uh, is this your first time here at the Apprentice uh, uh, Expo, or what? Um, what? Uh, what brought us here? Yeah. What, yeah. What, what, because. You guys, well, you guys are Bill, and I, I made it, when you're walking mm-hmm. over here, I, I made a mistake instead of Bill T Center instead of, you guys are Ability, so yeah. It's a similar, so I get, it makes sense that you guys are Yale, but. Yeah, so um, we came, the National Ability Center was here at the Expo last year. I wasn't here personally, but, so this is my first year. Um, we came out because we want people to know that there's options to take a vacation with your family and, and do some of these these items that either might have been a, a dream or something that maybe you didn't even realize was possible for you. Yeah. So um, we're trying to make sure that people outside of Utah know that we're a resource as they're planning their vacations and traveling. Great. And, and uh, any final thoughts on being here at the uh, Adorti Sexual? Um, it's just really, it's really awesome. I've met a lot of really cool people, um, had some great conversations, and I'm excited to see more. Awesome. So, um, thank you. Uh, uh, we've been live here at the uh, Ability Expo with the National Ability Center. We'll, we'll, we'll have to get more uh, in touch. Yes. Um, uh, about maybe doing some some. Uh, I'm live broadcast, so uh-huh. um, from and again, you guys all in Utah? In Utah, Park City, Utah. We've got programs down in Moab by Arches National Park and up in Salt Lake City by Salt Lake International Airport. So fly in, see us. Thank you. So uh, thanks again for coming on uh, Twitch Chronicles Live. Thanks. Hi, I'm Jan Golden and Tracy Gerke. And we're at the Abilities Expo from, we're from Shady Oaks Camp. And we're here with Special Chronicles doing a live broadcast, giving respect and voice to people with special needs. So, uh, the first time that I met, not you guys, but your executive director, Scott, um, um, from the Shady Oaks Camp, I met him when we were at the, with, when we were at a special needs expo in St. Charles, Illinois, maybe four years ago maybe I, I, I don't know I, I forgot when, when it happened but uh, but now we have the Abilities Expo and um, can you just for any I'm sure some of our old listeners might remember you guys and I actually just brought you guys up again in our speechless commentary of, our, of the season finale but tell us a little bit about um, Shitty Oaks Camp which is in Homo Glen Illinois it's a camp for children and adults with special needs uh, it runs eight weeks of the year for overnight camp. They do ball games. They go to the zoo. They have campfires. Uh, they swim. They've gone to uh, fireworks displays. They do crafts. They do um, holidays. They'll do a Christmas and an Easter and fun events like that. Um, so it's not just in the summer. It is, oh, it, for it, it, now, just, it is just summer. Okay. Um, uh, how, uh, how did you guys get involved um, in the Shady Oaks camp? Do you, do you guys have a, a child or, or an adult? Yes, I have a son. He's 25, and this is his fourth year of going to camp. 
and my daughter will be 19 and this will be her second year at camp. And, and any, any final thoughts on the Shady Oaks camp of all? It's phenomenal. Um, I went to the open house a couple summers ago and that's what sold me to send my daughter there and I never look back. It's a great place. And uh, um, and any final thoughts on? Yes, Shady Oaks has changed our lives dramatically. My son loves it, and I just wish I would have sent him there 13 years ago instead of four years ago. <laughs> um, and again, um, how long has um, the Shady Oaks camp been around? 70 years. This year, uh, summer 70. is our 70th anniversary. And. Um, <clears throat> And does it mostly draw people from, uh, like, I'm also, I also live here in Illinois, but, in, um, as I'm sure you guys do, but is it, does it, do you guys also draw people uh, from across the country? Yes, we have people that come from different states. And do you guys work for the camp? We're just parents, and you, and as parents, you, you volunteer. Oh, it's, it's run by the parents, okay. And... and uh, I, um, be, because I've done this for nine years, I talked to remember past guests um, and past live broadcasts that we've done, and I forgot exactly how Scott got involved, but... He was uh, a counselor, I believe. Yes, oh, yeah, he started as a counselor, and he's been there ever since 20... This is his 26th year. Oh, yeah, it's coming back. So if he listens, he'll... <laughs> just know, Scott, that it's, it's coming back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, any final thoughts on being here at the Abilities Expo? This is, this is my first time being here, but... Well, it's just we want to spread the word about this camp and let people know that it's there. A lot of people don't know, and we want to get the word out. The more people that know about it, the better. It's great for, you know people with disabilities it's a you know they they can be like everybody else they can be like any other kid or adult that can go to camp They're, they can be the same thing it's just for disabilities it's great awesome and you know our guest today on special chronicles live here at the abilities expo 2017 in chicago has been uh, tracy and in jan uh from the shady oaks camp but thank you again for for coming uh on on special chronicles live you're welcome thank you, thank you. You have been listening to the Special Chronicles Live show from the Abilities Expo 2017. I hope you really have enjoyed and gained a lot of insight from this year's Abilities Expo 2017. And we'll be back next week and uh, continuing weeks with a lot more all new content coming to you exclusively right here on Special Chronicles for uh, uh, some uh, upcoming episodes next week, some more best ofs. Coming up next week, stay tuned for a best of starting in school and a best of the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics as well as a live coverage next week, next month, July 17th to the 21st. 2018, right here in Chicago. Stay tuned. Right here to Special Chronicles. Right here on SpecialChronicles.com. So until next week, take care and God bless. Special Chronicles. 
giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.